Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal, from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialists. News Talk 1130 WISN. Good morning. This is the Retirement Clinic with the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialists, and your host today, Aaron Kowal, on this holiday weekend. How are you, Aaron? I am awesome. How are you? I'm fantastic. I love the 4th of July and everything about it. Independence Day weekend. Absolutely. I love it. It's it's just that you celebrate our, our country and it's just uh, it's just a great time to, to spend with family and friends and yep. maybe blow some stuff up. <laughs> As in fireworks. Right. Legally with permits, full disclosure here, right? Yes, of course. Oh, everything's done. Uh, love fireworks, love everything about it. We have a busy show today. In fact, yes. on this holiday weekend... We have a guest, a guest that we've had on the show before, Aaron. Yeah, he he's always been, I think, with my dad uh, or one of our other advisors, but never with me, and um, which is which is amazing. So uh, we're with uh, Mike Smith today. You know, I always say everyone's favorite topic is themselves. So I'll let you give your background and all that. But I've been uh, I've known Mike, I've been working with Mike for. A really long time. We were just talking that we we served on a, a industry board together. I think starting in 06 or 07, um, and been working with with uh, us for a while. I love our clients. Uh, know you as well. Uh, so, Mike, why don't you give a little bit about your background? What what do you do? Thanks, Aaron. Uh, again, my name is Mike Smith. I own a firm called CPS Horizon Financial, which is an insurance brokerage general agency. So. What we do is we help clients or financial advisors help their clients looking for proper life insurance, disability, long-term care, some annuities. And there's been a lot of change in that side mm-hmm. of the industry. And uh, my role is to help find the clients what's in their best interest. You know, there really there really has been. And that's, you know, because you don't think of insurance as a changing uh, industry. You know, it's one that's been around forever. Well, there's been some huge revelations. And one of the things you know, I do want to talk about uh, is the SECURE Act, which uh, came out uh, right towards the end of President Trump's term, right before COVID. And it was going to be a big thing that, that we were going to be talking to our clients about um, and it, uh, and on the radio. Um, and, and we have. Uh, it hasn't been neglected. But that was a huge change in our industry. And then COVID hit. So no one wanted to talk about the SECURE Act and how – is changing big parts of of the life insurance and the insurance and IRA uh, uh, parts of our, our business. Uh, so I want to talk about about that with you. We've got a lot uh, to talk about. I'm just kind of diving right in, just because there's we there's did a dive lot. right in. Let's I mean, go. yeah, let's just go. We're let's going go. right to the content here, yeah, because uh, there's there's a, a lot, and we could take a good four hours going through uh, going through this. So why don't we talk about the Secure Act first? Tell why don't you give me a little bit of an overview of it. What did it change? What did it not change? And then what are some planning strategies that we can do? Well, one of the big things that the Secure Act did is when it comes time for IRA planning, and mm-hmm. when you want to inherit an IRA or you want to have one of your kids inherit an IRA, what happens tax wise? And it used to be where if you were inheriting an IRA, you can take you still have to pay tax on it, but you could spread it out over your entire lifetime. So a very common strategy was if you were going to leave an IRA to another generation, either your kids or even skipping a generation going to your grandkids, that account would have to take a little bit of money out every year, but they could do it over their entire lifetime. Yeah, so it's not over a very short period of time. I mean, you could, I mean, it could go for decades. 
But that's all gone now. Gone. That's one of the things the Secure Act did is it took away the opportunity and the ability to stretch out the con- the uh, re- the IRA contributions, yeah. or not the contributions, actually the receiving of the funds. Right. So it used to be where you can just let the IRA continue to grow and grow and grow. Now the Secure Act says you have to have that account liquidated within 10 years. You can do it all in one year, or you can spread out over 10 years. Yeah, that's a game changer, really, because then you can't be spreading that out. You can't give it to your grandkid if your if your kids are doing just fine, and then but and you also want to have a lower uh, required minimum distribution for you know on that. Um, you can't do that anymore, and it, or you can, but it'll still just be ten years uh, of distributions, and so that's 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 really. Big um, is the government wants their pound of flesh. I guess the strategy or their thinking is, you know, it was for your retirement, not your kids or your grandkids' retirement. So we're going to limit that. Well, okay, so it goes to my kids. Um, a lot of times when parents pass uh, and there is an inheritance, it's in their kids' peak earning years. Um, and so they're going to be in a high tax bracket uh, generally if they're. Um, you know, and so what do you, what do you do? You're going to take out, you know, let's say there's $300,000 in an, in an IRA that you inherited and you're, you know, 30 plus percent tax bracket. You're going to have to see an increase. That in money that. you take out each yeah. year that you're required to over the next 10 years is taxable income. Yeah. So you're absolutely right. And they could be in peak earning years or even worse, which is what a lot of the, the unintended consequences, or maybe it was intended by, by the yeah. Uncle Sam, right. is that what if you're already retired when you get that, mm-hmm. when you get that? And all of a sudden you have to declare that income from the inherited IRA on your tax return. Could that bump you up a tax bracket and thus all of a sudden have your Social Security taxes? And Medicare. And Medicare tax. Well, Medicare can be affected by that, too. Yeah. yeah, who was it? You just said Aaron a few minutes ago. The government wants its pound of flesh. Yeah. They they always do. We know that, right? Yeah. But it's how much flesh are are we willing to give them? Is that what well, we're getting I think at? That I, let me, let's put it this way: I think many in the government feel that the ideal they want to simplify the tax return. What did you make this year? Send it in. So um, uh, you know that, but it, it does somewhat simplify it. But you're you're going to be increasing, or at least speeding up. Uh, what's in there, and you can't keep deferring and, and growing those assets. So, um, so it, it, it's it's really it's just uh, not a great situation. And even with Roth IRAs, you can't spread that out uh, over lifetimes either. That's a ten year rule, also. So that's that's pretty. So okay. So what do you do? You can inherit and just take it all out. You can say, okay, I'm just going to divide it up in, into ten. What? What are, what are what are we doing? What do you what would you recommend then? You know, in general, this is not specific advice for any, you know, for anybody to go out and act on. But I'm I'm curious, what strategies are there? Well, two things here. One from a legal side, which I'm not an attorney, but I you know stayed at a Holiday Inn once, and then <laughs> and then the other aspect here is from the insurance side. So there's a lot of attorneys, estate planning attorneys, who helped their clients set up IRA trusts. Mm-hmm. Those are pretty much worthless now. Yeah. So if a listener has got an IRA trust, they should get back to their financial uh, planning planner or their attorney and relook at that and see if this is even viable anymore. Right. But another thing that's being done that's on the insurance side is people are saying, all right, maybe I should get some life insurance to help pay the taxes because the proceeds of life insurance are paid out income tax-free and they yes. bypass probate. 
So if there's an inherited IRA, and the, but there's also that that couple either bought some life insurance or the single person bought some life insurance to pass it to the next generation, they now have the money to pay the tax, either in a lump sum, so you're going to get hit with that with that one year of a big taxing, but it's okay, I got the money to pay the taxes. So let's, for example, say the life insurance policy for your spouse is $500,000, your spouse passes away, you get that full five hundred, Mike. Yes, but here's the thing. It's the tax isn't really due on the IRA until this until the it gets from one generation to the next. So if you're going to pass your IRA to your spouse, there's something called spousal continuation, and they can just keep the IRA and continue on with it themselves. The the Secure Act took away the opportunity for it to get from the one generation to the next. So it's when both of a, of a people of a spousal pass away that the tax is going to be due. Mm-hmm. I think you mentioned trust in there too. If a family has a trust now. Trust can be changed, right? If they're revocable trust, Mike, that means you can make changes. Irrevocable, obviously the opposite, right? Um, Does that play into this at all? What was the trust you mentioned that's kind of Well, there's an IRA trust. And it's a way where they can, that's a way the estate planning attorneys could say, okay, here we're going to pass the proceeds of the IRA onto different generations using the stretch provisions that used to be there and some other provisions that were there to really have that IRA last multiple generations or, you know, decades, that's gone now. And so all these IRA trusts that were set up, like uh, I mentioned before, are pretty much kind of worthless right now. Talking with Mike Smith from CPS Horizon Financial. Where's your company located, Mike? I'm on Highway 100 in Hales Corners. So a local company that will give out phone number, website, all the good contact information, as well as the Kowal Investment Group. Aaron Kowal is here today. Just looking ahead because it's a holiday weekend. Any changes in the show format? Do we have the boss segment yet? Yeah, yes, we're going to be doing that live. Uh, we have Mike. We're going to be talking about buy-sell insurance for businesses. Sexy segment? Yes, we've got that as well, so stay tuned. All of the above, we got a lot in front of us, and we'll continue talking about the uh, SECURE Act yeah. What does SECURE stand for again? Let's go. Is this an acronym? It, uh, it is. <laughs> Do uh, I have to Google this? We might have to Google that, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron looked at me like, <laughs> I kind of know. We will Google that. Yes. Uh, we're talking about the SECURE Act. And how would people know, clients of the Coal Investment Group, Mike's clients, how would you know about all these changes? Unless you've got an advisor. Unless you've got an advisor. Well, your advisor should be talking to you about that. Um, I know that we, we've been talking about over the couple of years that it's been uh, been a thing uh, we've done some pl- planning for clients to take advantage of uh, of that to mitigate some of those taxes because it's just you know it you you hate to get an inheritance from from your parents and um, realize 30 40 percent depend or more depending on what state you're in is gonna be gone I mean it, it doesn't hurt as bad I guess to stretch it out over 10 years. Um, but who would really want to do that? So, I mean, there's the, the, you know, we talk about on the show a lot that the best time to plan isn't when something happens. <laughs> it is to, that's why we plan. We try to plan before the thing happens. And an, an issue we see sometimes, and Mike, you can certainly uh, chime in on, on this is, is, Okay. Well, everyone knows they're going to die, but no one wants to do anything about it. We, you know, it's like, well, life insurance. I don't want to pay the the premiums for that. It's like, well, your kids are going to have to pay, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars. How do, you know you could pay a very small amount now, or have your kids pay a large amount then? And you've stated that you want to maximize an inheritance. This is a way 
to do this. Well, it's, uh, talking about our own mortality, Mike, is not something that most people get up and want to do, right? Well, actually, I've started to see where the current generation is not afraid to talk about it more. I mean, I'm in my mid-50s right now. Uh, my parents were... Uh, you know, 20 years older, 22 years older than me, and they were able to talk about it. Their parents were not. Um, And maybe people that are in their 80s don't find it very comfortable, have never found it comfortable over the years. But now I find people are at least saying, look, it's realistic possibility here. And and people are talking about it in their 20s, 30s, and 40s. It's a more open topic than it used to be. It used to be somewhat taboo. It's not that taboo anymore. It shouldn't be taboo. It should be talked about. There should be a plan, like you said, Aaron, uh, the acronym for the SECURE Act. <laughs> and when you hear it, you're going to be like, God, that's a lot of Hey, you're such a fact letters. checker, Paul. You I, know? Ha- I have to. This is my job. Yes. SECURE, setting every community up for retirement enhancement. Yeah, that's right. It was a bipartisan bill when it, yeah. when it passed. And yeah. here's the thing with that. Um, it was definitely bipartisan. But, you know, the, it was pitched as something that was going to be kind of uh, taxing the rich a little bit here. It's only going to affect the rich people and things. This affects mainstream America. Whether you're – I have a, a mom. She's got uh, some money in IRAs. It's going to affect what gets passed on to myself and my sister. And, uh, and you know, it's not never pitched that way. But then when you feel like, okay, everything gets passed, okay, here's the reality. Yeah, inflation in general, the way you, you hear some people put a spin on it, right? And, well, who does it affect the most? I think, it, well, everybody, yeah. inflation really hits the middle, low to middle income America. Yeah, you know, I was and I was just reading something the other day that, you know, that, that and I was talking with my wife. I'm like, how can people, I mean, this has got to be really hard to, to pay more for, for gas. The average household's paying like $2,100 a year more for gas obviously if we stay at the the current rates but it's 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 crazy so um part of what mike does and what we do is try to prevent those somewhat foreseeable i mean we know that we're going to die eventually right that death and taxes are the only guarantees in life um but how do we make it's already a painful time how do we make that less painful Mike Smith, now after the break, uh, we'll come back with the boss segment. Before we get to that, the sexy segment, which is about wealth management and preservation. On the Retirement Clinic, uh, we've got Aaron Kowal. But Mike, how do I reach out to your company? The CPS Horizon Financial. You're you're located, you said, at Hales Corners, right? Yep, we're right right on Highway 100 in Hales Corners. Uh, not too far from that's a more restaurant. <laughs> it's a great place there. Uh, but we um, the website is www.cpshorizon.com. And you can reach me out to me at 414-427-8660. cpshorizon.com with Mike Smith, Aaron Kowal. Of course, Monday through Friday, we've got the market updates twice a day. You guys give us all the business news oh, yeah. for that day. And lately, it's just been... Uh... <laughs> We're just waiting. It's been for interesting it. to say the least. Well, interesting, and that's not what we talk about on today's show with Mike as a guest. And it is a holiday weekend, so you know we took some time to to talk about the Secure Act and other things. But on a weekly basis, we talk about the retirement plan. Yeah. If your father were here, Jeff, I know what he all says. Just he tells me this: relax. Yes, yes. Yeah. It was like the Aaron Rodgers said once: R E L A X. That's when they started O and two. Yeah. Didn't they turn it around right after that? I think so. <laughs> and just tore off a bunch of victory. I think so. so he was right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it's 
You know, it's it's interesting times out there right now. I think the Chinese had an ancient curse that said, you know, may you live in interesting times. And it is certainly you know, interesting, um, you know, right now. But you know, it's hard to watch the movie when you're in it. And um, this is a time to 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 take a step back, reflect, and think. Okay, how do I plan for the future? How do I you know, take advantage of what's going on? Uh, of a seemingly, you know, interesting, <laughs> bad situation. But now is the time to really reflect and say, okay, is this going to affect me? Do I have an IRA? Do I need to maybe buy some life insurance to help my kids pay for the taxes? Taxes, what's important in my life? Um, and what do I want my legacy to be? And that's where we bring in Mike and we have him come into our office to have him meet with our with our clients with us. And we, it's very much a collaborative uh, approach there. The Kowal Investment Group online can be found at If you've got questions following up today's show, reach out to them. They love those phone calls from WISN listeners. And you've got one main office number and many locations that we'll yeah. talk about. It's 262-522-4040. 262-522-4040. And again, the kowalway.com. You'll find all the social media links on that website. Yes. Follow us on LinkedIn. Uh, follow me on LinkedIn, on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, we're working on a TikTok. No, not really. <laughs> don't do a TikTok. <laughs> no, no. I've seen him dance. We don't oh, want to no, do that. No, no. no don't do no. TikTok. We're not on the spyware out there. Yet. Right. Right. I told my daughters, get off that TikTok stuff. Right. Um, yeah. MySpace and uh, live. No. MySpace. Remember those days? Yeah. Let's see. Which one's going to make it? Facebook and MySpace started out together, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It's like beta and VHS for those of you that remember. Right. You have to be old like us. <laughs> Mike and I share something in common. You don't mind if I Mike here. Our, our alma mater. Absolutely. University of Wisconsin Oshkosh. Yes. The Titans. Yes, exactly. So I found out you had a little media background, correct? I did. I was actually, my uh, major was uh, radio, TV, film. We had some of the same teachers back then. We didn't know each other back in college, but we yeah. were there the exact same time. And we had a lot of the same teachers, just never had a class together. Mike's got a face for TV. I've got a face for radio. Absolutely. <laughs> and that's what they ask you when you say, no, I'm kidding. They don't ask you that. They, they, they have you in a big line, TV, radio. It kind TV, of is. Radio. <laughs> I, I, and when you're in college, do you really know? That's the whole point, right? Yeah. Follow your passion. I loved radio. I still do, clearly, yeah, and have a passion for it. Uh, Aaron, your passion is retirement. That's what you do absolutely. at the Kowal Investment Group quick break we'll come back with that boss segment and we are doing that live this week on the retirement clinic this is news talk 11 30 wisn news talk 11 30 wisn the retirement clinic on this holiday weekend the fourth of july independence day monday hope you're having a great holiday weekend many of you and aaron kowal hosting today's show the markets are closed on monday obviously yes. Yeah. Many people have taken the opportunity to grab a four-day weekend. Yeah. <laughs> are are right? you in that group, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> you got you got uh, yesterday, yep. <laughs> you got today, you got tomorrow, and Monday, of course, the 4th. So it worked out pretty well in that yes. regard. Yes. Put your flags out. That's Paul's advice for the weekend. Put well, your American flags always out. Always have it out. Celebrate. You should always have your flags out. Yep. Uh, shortly before Memorial Day, it's been out. The big one. I've got little ones. We would okay. put around planters and things on the 4th. But get it out there, right? Celebrate Independence yeah. Day. This is time when we do the boss segment. Business owners, savings, and their security, Aaron. Yes. And we've got Mike Smith today in studio the entire hour from yeah. CPS Horizon Financial. Absolutely. And uh, you know, as you know, we, we do a lot with business owners. 
because um, there's and a lot of them are really complex. The, the planning is, a lot, is really complex, and they have different needs. Uh, and as you know, when when uh, I'm on, I generally like to ask my guests to highlight a part of the, of what they do that helps business owners. And so one of the things that we do and that, and that Mike does uh, is uh, uh, buy sell uh, agreements, buy sell. Uh, funded with life insurance. So why don't we talk a little bit about that, Mike? Um, you know, I, I learn I like stories. Um, so if you've got good ones, bad ones, I'd love I've to got hear, a so couple I hear it. Share. Hear it first. What is it? And then let's get into uh, some real world examples. Exactly. So the S part of boss segment you said was secure. So this yep. is the, this is that aspect where insurance is part of what you can use to help secure your business financially. Yeah. Now, if you've got a business partner. You should have something called a buy-sell agreement. Yep. And what that is is a written document, a legal document that tells the business what happens if you're not there. So if you pass away, you want to retire, you want to, uh, you, you get disabled, you want to, you're going to get forced out. What are the rules for how that is going to be conducted? And business partners will sit down and agree to this together. They sign the document, and this is uh, this is what our plan is in case it's something intentional or unintentional that happens that could disrupt the business. Now that is all that it should be funded. Mm-hmm. So if all of a sudden you and I are business partners and our practice is worth a million bucks and it's five hundred thousand each and I die, yeah, where are you going to get the five hundred thousand to pay off my wife? Because right. you do not want my wife as your business partner. Oh Lord, no! <laughs> <laughs> really, Mike? actually, she'd probably be a lot easier than having you as a business partner. She's better looking, yes. <laughs> um, but that's where life insurance comes in yeah. to help provide the funding for that buy sell agreement. Now, there's another aspect here is what about a disability? Yeah. Now, this is where I see a lot of buy-sells have mistakes, is that the buy-sells are not current. So, yeah, you and I started our business back up in, in 2004, mm-hmm. and so we did a buy-sell agreement. When's the last time we looked at our buy-sell agreement? 2004. Exactly. <laughs> you know? And we've had growth over time. We've added. We hope so. Exactly. You yeah. have this. So it's got to be looked at on a regular basis. I recommend usually every two or three years. The longest you should go is every four years. But mm. every two or three years, you should look at your buy-sell agreement, make sure it's current, make sure it's it's viable still, and there hasn't been any tax law changes that could cause a problem there and things. And then you also have to make sure it's funded properly and funded with life insurance or, like I started to say before, one of the biggest mistakes I see is on the disability side. Sure. I get, I'm not on my way home. I get hit by, hit by a drunk driver. I'm not able to work. My individual disability insurance or my group disability insurance through employee benefits replaces my income, but you still have to send me half the profits because I still own half the business. Yeah. So there's something that's called disability buyout Out. insurance. That helps provide the dollars needed in case I'm not dead, but I get disabled. And I've seen this work in in real life. My are, father are we, owned we, a business. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Do, are we talking about all size businesses in this regards? Quite yeah. frankly, yes. Small, medium, large, every size. Yeah. Okay. Whether you own a, a craft brewery or you know a, a big Fortune 500, you have to have some kind of an operating agreement or buy sell agreement if it's multiple if owned by multiple people. And I, you were just about to talk about your father, and I interrupted right. you. Sorry, Mike. That's okay. Uh, I've seen it happen because my father and my uncle, who were brothers-in-law, owned a business together. And my dad was 59 when a stroke hit. And uh, he had to get bought out by, by, by the buy-sell by agreement. And so there was money there to help provide funds for my uncle to buy my dad out over a nine-year period. Because they had that done. Because they had the document. Had they up. not had that document done... It would have been very, very challenging. It could, it could be a Christmas disaster, time. right? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Businesses go under because of this. 
There's yeah. no question on it. If you don't have a plan, businesses will go under. So another side story I'll tell you is literally something I'm dealing with right now. I just lost a good friend of mine who uh, I knew was was ill and was passing away. And her and I made sure that the buy-seller agreement, she's the CEO of a company with 13 different owners. Mm. None of the other owners knew she was ill. But she, we wanted to make sure the buy-sell agreement was current and everything was, was set up properly. And so you know, I was able to help her out with that. And then she passed a couple months ago, or actually about that. And now the proceeds of the life insurance are being paid out to the corporation, which is going to be using that to help buy out her estate you know, because it, and her, her spouse and also make sure there's money there to help find a new CEO. Well, they think man insurance in there, now, too. Right. Yeah. Without getting too, I guess, into details, let's say you find out, okay, you get bad news, you got cancer, right? Mm-hmm. And, and can you do this agreement after the fact? Like Aaron said before, you don't want to wait till something happens then mm-hmm. before you start your planning. You got to start your planning before the bad stuff happens. Got it. Get you it done be, now. You got to be healthy. And, you know, this, this, this friend and client of mine, we had started this years ago. Well, I, full disclosure, Mike, you... I think it's okay if I mention this, right? Life insurance, uh, I utilize you and your guidance through that process for my wife and I. Right, correct. Um, term life insurance, and I had a lot of questions. And there's a certain age where life insurance for me, you may need it and you may not. You don't want to use it, obviously, right? But uh, you better have it. If you've, got, if you've got someone who's dependent upon your income, so if you've got young kids or your wife is still dependent upon your income. Still even though, a mortgage, right? Right, mortgage or retirement planning or something along those lines. That's one of the reasons to have life insurance. And the other one is what we're talking about right now with for business planning. Yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, talk about, I mean, you, you threw something out there. I mean, it can end the business. If you've got, you know, a business that's worth $40 million and with a couple owners but you you might not have high margins. You might not have a ton of cash. You might because you might be in growth mode. Uh, owner passes away. Um, you're gonna have to come up with you know twenty million dollars. How many people are ready for that, Mike? Yeah, right. Exactly. Very few. And, and like in this case, we we're talking about you know cancer or disease, illnesses, car accidents. Life happens. You don't get up and plan the day you're going to die we don't know correct exactly <laughs> which totally is why you have to do this this planning yeah, yeah. it and gives you it gives you a peace of mind out of exactly yeah. and it's not just like you said before it's not just for the big 40 million dollar businesses this is for mom pa too and the empl- continuity of the business for the employees mm-hmm. of the business too, absolutely so that they know they're still going to have a job if something happens well okay he passed away but you know there's it's not going to be much of a of a dramatic uh, disruption in our lives, we're still going to be able to because we had this insurance. No one obviously wants to pay for pay for it, um, and it's not. But you know, how much are you willing to pay to save your business? Well, and you summed it up, Mike. The acronym for this show, the Retirement Clinic segment, we do it every week. After the first commercial break, it's called the Boss Segment: Business Owner Savings, and that last word, Security. Yeah, and that this sums it up perfectly. Absolutely. Yep. It's good stuff. Yeah. Thank, thank you for helping out with the boss segment today, Mike. No worries. Now, uh, later on in the show, the sexy segment, wealth management, there too, preservation. That's what that segment is about. Uh, we are talking with Mike Smith. CPS Horizon Financial is his company. And the host today of the Retirement Clinic is Aaron Kowal. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Aaron Kowal, please get, reach out to us. Um, on our website, thekowalway.com. Uh, connect with me on LinkedIn with our 
company as well uh, on Facebook at Twitter at Coal underscore invest 262-522-4040. Before we we break, I want to talk about something that's really just fascinating, new development in uh, newer development in the life insurance industry. Um, Ooh, exciting stuff. I know. Well, in an industry that's <laughs> been around co- for... This is cocktail party stuff, Yeah, Mike. exactly. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, you know I mean, Which is how, why I drink alone. <laughs> an industry that's hundreds of years old, people don't necessarily always think of them as innovating. Um, and, you know, I've been doing insurance uh, for a long time, and, you know, you, you submit a application that's 400 pages long, it seems, and, you know, wait... Four, six, eight weeks to figure out if you're to hear if you're going to get even get the insurance or not, and go through all the steps of uh, a little mini physical in your home. Um, what is new? What has changed? What are some companies doing now, Mike? Because I think they're throwing all of that out the window. Yeah, they, a lot of companies are, and that's if there's one one good thing that came from COVID, it's the the advancement of artificial intelligence and and some of the programs that are out there now that you can apply for some life insurance right on your iPhone or on your phone or your tablet from your couch and be approved literally within minutes. So what happens here is that you'll work with your insurance or financial advisor. They get Mm -hmm. a a small amount of information that's entered in on the financial advisor insurance agent side, and then you'll get an email from the insurance company asking you for a little bit more detail, who's going to be your beneficiary, ask some health questions, and then you hit submit, and then everything kind of goes behind the scenes on the artificial intelligence side, and there's some markers that the insurance companies will look for. They'll take a look at driving record. They'll take a look at something called the MIB, the Medical Information Bureau, which everybody's got a, rec- a file on this. If you've been to a doctor, you've got your own little MIB file. But now they can, because of HIPAA, can they access private medical records? I would assume So what not. the MIB has are a bunch of different codes. And so let's say someone's diabetic, and they say, okay, that's code number 47. So the insurance company goes, okay, we got a hit of number 47. Maybe we should ask for medical information, or let's get medical records from that client, and now we'll have to have a HIPAA form signed. Got it. Okay. And, and that is out there, that, that information, and legally readable for, Correct. for companies to look at. Correct. But with part the rap- of the, As part of the application process. Right. right? But yes. now with the rapid underwriting things, if somebody is in what I considered standard health, okay, they're, they're, they're not Olympic athletes, but they're heightened weight's good. Uh, maybe they got some blood pressure, cholesterol issues, but they don't, haven't had anything major. They're not diabetic. They're not sleep apnea issues or cancer histories and things like that. Right now you're talking about me, sort of. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you're Literally, you, in, you just fill out something, hit submit, and you can get an instant offer right there. And I'm talking very competitive rates. Mike, I oh. needed a nurse to come out. We did a full physical at our house. You got to pee in a cup, right? They yep. take blood. And that made sense to find out how risky is this guy? He's asking for life insurance. Did Why did this change? Because of COVID? I think that's part of it because people didn't want people to come out to their homes yeah. to have to have this looked at. Life insurance and actually long-term care insurance, they spiked upwards because of COVID. With people saying, boy, maybe I should have to take a good look at my mortality or my morbidity and aspects. And now I should maybe take a plan on this. But I don't want someone coming to my house to draw blood and things. And the insurance companies realize that. It's never they, really that fun to do. No, anyways. exactly. 
<laughs> and, it, and and what slows down an application is chasing after medical records. But yeah. if you've got a decent uh, medical history, and it's, I mean, it's not doesn't have some of the problems I just mentioned, you could get approved practically instantaneously, or maybe within one or two days instead of it taking weeks. So getting back to that process again, what's it called? You, you submit the application. And you, the, your insurance or financial advisor will put in some basic information. The clients will get an email where they just fill in some other stuff right online. They hit submit, and if everything checks out right, they can get approved instantaneously. Now and, we have life insurance. And, yep, exactly. Wow. It's unreal. I mean, you would never – who would think? But. Well, it's also good in that I think Americans – are we underinsured in that part? I know most – when I talk to estate planning attorneys, the first thing they say is most Americans don't have a proper estate plan, if any at all, that we right. lack it. Does the same go for life insurance? Uh, unfortunately, yes. Now, you're talking to an insurance agent who's always going to say there's not enough. <laughs> but in reality, I was literally dealing, dealing with a family member yesterday, and uh, she's saying, hey, my brother's getting married as a, as a gift. My dad and myself want to buy my brother and his wife some life insurance. We'll pay the first-year premium, and then after that, they take over. And then she goes, can you also take a look at mine? And she is a woman in her mid-40s, three kids, and she's got 100000 worth of life insurance, which is nowhere near enough. No, I was just going to say that. Yeah, and I walked through the process with her and, and said, this is how you help determine the proper amount of insurance. I don't care if somebody gets term insurance or the most expensive stuff whole life. To, to me, the most important thing is to make sure you've got the proper amount of insurance. It's mm-hmm. not Life insurance is not for you. It's for your family, your Correct. survivors. Correct. of love. It is. Yeah, it, it is. And people don't like think about it. Oh, those insurance companies. They, you know, but well, you can be mad at insurance companies all you want, but if something happens to you, they're they are the one uh, who are going to be helping your family. Just no different than car insurance. We don't want to use car insurance. We pay that premium every month. We know we have to have it, right? If we're in yeah. an accident, it's with all insurance. It's the same thing. Um, that's good stuff, too. So... Artificial intelligence. Is that what we're talking about here? Is this yeah. is that what we're calling a process of going out and finding that code you said for diabetic and, and et cetera? That's part of it, yes. The whole process of being able to get an application through rapidly underwritten without having to jump through all the hoops. Now, people still have to jump through hoops every now and then, of course. I mean, if they're sitting with some health issues and things. But those people who have relatively clean and healthy lifestyles, they can get insurance within minutes. This is really to reach out again and ask questions uh, on the Koal Investment Group's retirement clinic. Often we have guests, and then the questions usually come to me, and then they go to you, and then yeah. you go to Mike, and you can go directly to Mike Smith. He's at CPS Horizon Financial. How do we reach out to you at Hales Corners? Uh, the phone number is 414-427-8660. You could email me at Mike at cpshorizon.com, that's cpshorizon.com, or cpshorizon.com is the uh, website. If you forget all of that stuff and you're driving around, remember thekowalway.com. Yep, Yep, and we can make sure that we can connect you. Thekowalway.com. Who's doing the sexy segment after this break? I am, of course. I mean, just look at me. (laughs) We, it's just like a, you're that Olympic athlete that Mike was referring to. I am. Before. I am. I, uh, I think more like the curling, you know, Olympic athlete. That that sort of, you know. Uh, I'm not a fan of curling. Yeah. But a lot of my friends are. There's yeah. a curling center in, in Cedarburg in Ozaukee County. Yeah. It's they have league nights. Yeah. 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 A friend find, of mine. I that find goes, it a very strange sport. Yeah. I got a, f- a friend of mine that we both know that does it. Yeah. I think it's more fun to play it than watch. 
Yeah, that's that's my oh, thought. Oh yeah, you got to play it. You I've never play played it. it. Yeah, I've yeah. never played it either. But I think it, would, it might be of, fun. It's kind of like a shuffleboard. I like playing shuffleboard. Yep. Similar concept, but watching shuffleboard, uh, not so much. much. In summer now, I love playing, you know, bags in the backyard. Used to be jarts when we were kids. Yeah, I mean, the real jarts with the plants. When we have our family reunions or family picnics, you know, some of the people bring out their old jarts. The, uh, the real ones. The real ones. Yeah. The big old jarts tournament. Oh, yeah. Make sure the kids are uh, a safe distance away. We used to. And alcohol they come is close usually to involved. Bring <laughs> oh, yeah. there's almost saying, always. They, the kids only come close to bring drinks. So. <laughs> yes, the drinks. And as I remember as a kid, over the roof, we'd chuck them over the roof and then see where they land on oh, the other side. Geez. Well, you got to make sure everybody's gone, of course. You clear it. You got a spotter. You know, it's okay. And you got that one kid who's not strong enough to get it over the roof, so it gets stuck on the roof. It's been there since 1984. Oh, no, we climb up on the roof and get it down. (laughs) And parents love that. That's what's going on this weekend, the 4th of July weekend. Hope everybody's going to have a great, safe Independence Day on Monday. Of course, markets are closed. We'll come right back with the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. This is the Retirement Clinic, Saturdays on WISN. We are back, WISN's Retirement Clinic. Hope you're having a great 4th of July weekend so far and enjoy your holiday on Monday. With us from the CPS Horizon Financial, I keep on saying group. The right title, Mike Smith, is CPS Horizon Financial. Correct. It's the name of your company. So Mike Smith is our guest with Aaron Kowal. This segment, the sexy segment, is about wealth management and preservation. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I always got to calm you down after that music, Paul. Uh, <laughs> the stripper theme. Yes. And using it for over, yeah, since over the two decades. Yeah. It's yeah. the dancing that threw me off. Yeah. <laughs> Shh. Behind yeah. the scenes. There's, we're on radio for a reason, Mike. This is why I went to radio instead of TV, right? Yeah. Back at UW yeah. Oshkosh. <laughs> um, but the, the show's for everybody. The sexy segment is generally for those with a million or more uh, in in assets. And so... Um, but I, I found some some uh, something pretty interesting, I think, to talk about. Just some things that what is wealth planning? Um, and so this is from a white paper. And if, if anybody's interested uh, in it, they can uh, reach out to us, and we'll be more than happy to get that to you. Uh, but what it's titled: What is wealth planning? Really? And I'm going to read some parts uh, from this. We're going to discuss it a little bit. It's it's somewhat lengthy, so I'm not going to spend you know the next uh, 45 minutes going through this, but just some highlights. Uh, but it can be all too easy to focus on just one aspect of your financial life, and in doing so, miss opportunities as well as incur unnecessary risk. That's where wealth planning comes in. Wealth planning is all about examining your full financial picture, not just the investments, uh, not just one area of it, but but the whole holistic picture. Um, and also not include most of your, your advanced needs. These might include wealth protection, tax mitigation, wealth transfer, also known as estate planning, and charitable giving. Uh, so armed with a full view of your situation and goals, you can set out to consider and examine a wide variety of financial and legal strategies that might be good options for you. Uh, and so the basis of wealth planning include legal strategies and financial products that are readily recognized and generally appropriate for most most wealthy families. Uh, for example, trusts uh, is, is an example. I know Mike's you know, not, not an attorney, but we 
both certainly have a lot of experience in trying to figure out and uh, how, how to what the trust wants and then executing on that. But in many ways, trusts are the cornerstone solutions for many successful ind individuals and families. A trust is nothing more than a means of transferring property using a third party, the trust. Specifically, a trust lets you transfer title of your assets to trustees for the benefit of the people you want to take care of, your designated beneficiaries. The trustee will carry out your wishes on behalf of your beneficiaries. Uh, number two is partnerships. We're not going to go into that a whole lot, but there's all kinds of different partnerships, especially for, for business owners and, and tax ramifications for different structures of partnerships. But you got to consider that, especially uh, if you have a somewhat good-sized business um, that, that can really have an impact uh, uh, legally. Uh, and then uh, third, life insurance. Uh, coincidentally, we have a life insurance guy here, so we can talk a little bit about this too. But one area that has captured the interest of the affluent is the, and this is really right now the the very, the, the ultra-affluent, uh, given the estate tax um, exclusions that are out there right now. But one area that has captured the interest of the affluent is the use of life insurance policies to help pay estate taxes. While life insurance can cover estate tax liabilities, the, the estate taxes will still need to be paid. Options such as extensions and loans to pay estate taxes can be very useful. However, these approaches can be pro problematic, especially if the situation involves extensive family businesses and significant non-liquid assets. And for some, life insurance is a significant component of their overall approach to paying estate taxes. By using life insurance in estate planning, they can be more effectively orchestrate the transfer of assets and better protect the family's wealth and their legacy for future for future generations. So I want to pick Mike's brain, you know, a little bit, um, and just real quick, a couple minutes. Uh, have you? I mean, have you? You've seen that to be true, right? Have that some of this life insurance can really make a big difference. Oh, it's it's, it's makes all the difference in the world from from wealth transfer, being able to leave a legacy for a family, and really be frank about it, be able to set up a generation or two generations of your family for for comfort in their life, financial comfort in their life. And life insurance is one of the proceeds or one of the aspects that is used very extensively to help do that. Yes, you can transfer stocks and things like that. You can transfer property. Those are going to get taxed. Life insurance proceeds are not taxed. For for income tax. And you know, it goes along, I think one of the last last time or time before I was here, we, we talked about you know, passing your values on too, and that because um, you know, it's it's there is the assets, there is the wealth that's in that. But uh, you can have the values, but if but if the planning isn't done, and if if there is a surprise, the negative on uh, especially on on the tax situation, if somebody uh, passes or when someone passes away, we shouldn't use if it's a guarantee. Uh, it's it's a certainty. Yeah, it's a certainty, and you know that's just something that. Um, that that can be huge for for individuals and families to help pass on those values. I and think. I'll sh I'll share one product or that's a concept that out there. It's really making a comeback now. It's something called survivorship life insurance, also known as second to die life insurance, and it covers two people, typically spouses, and it doesn't pay off any proceeds until the second spouse passes away because that's when all the taxes are due. And so when you're insuring two people under one policy, you get some premium savings. And you can really do some good planning with that. And then when the second person passes away, the money's help pay any estate taxes or reimburse the estate for long-term care ex expenses or any aspects, like the, covering the taxes that the SECURE Act is going to hit on us now. Yep. What's it called? The second to die? A second to die life insurance policy. Wow. 
So as if life insurance, thinking about using it isn't a pleasant. I mean, it's 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 it actually is pleasant to talk about saving or helping your, yeah. your loved ones. But they name it second to die. It's you know, die is right in the, yeah, the, right. the title there. But it's something you just it's huge. You got to get this done, Mike. I think it, maybe some people don't like talking about their their death. They're more their mortality in general. We know it's a certainty, as we said before. Right. Get it done. I think there is a sense of uh, relief when it's over. And I think one of the best things that people can do right now is if they currently have life insurance, have your financial advisor mm-hmm. or insurance agent take a look at that statement or take a look at that policy. Yeah. Is it in good health? Is it working properly? And uh, I, I really often tell your team at the Cobalt yeah. team is just get copies of annual statements and I'll take a look at and, yeah. and give a, an independent review on exactly how that insurance is doing. Yeah, that's that's great advice. I, I know we're going to get calls and questions on this show. Don't go anywhere. When we come back, how do I reach out to Mike Smith at CPS Horizon Financial? How do I talk to the Kowal Investment Group and Aaron Kowal? That's coming up next on The Retirement Clinic. Wrapping up The Retirement Clinic and thanking Mike Smith on this 4th of July weekend, Mike, from CPS Horizon Financial for your time today. How do I reach out again with questions? Uh, you can try Mike at CPSHorizon.com is my email. Phone number is 414-427-8660. Or you can just try me on the web at uh, CPSHorizon.com. Uh, you guys are in Hales Corners? Correct. Uh, the Kowal Investment Group, locations in the world headquarters, Waukesha, in Port Washington, in Phoenix, Arizona. And Racine. And the Racine location as well. Your website, yes. fantastic, Aaron, the Kowalway.com. Yeah, reach out to us, Kowalway.com, uh, 262-522-4040, also on all the socials as well. So, 4th of July plans, family? Yeah, a lot of family time and maybe smoking some meat, so that'll be that'll be always fun. Oh, so the grill's coming out. Oh, yeah. Are you the master? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Have a great fourth. Mike Smith, enjoy your fourth of July. Happy Appreciate you too. Uh, same to all of our listeners. We're back, of course, next week, every Saturday morning at 10 o'clock for the Retirement Clinic here on WISN Milwaukee.